Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 80 on Monday the 24th of May 2010. My name is Steve Layton and I know this because... You were christened it by your mother. I was christened it by my mother. Um, thank you very much for joining me again. A change of scenery yet again. Um, been away this weekend, me and Mrs Hasbeen, who was the one you just heard then. Um, to York Races with some friends and we're stopping in the guest house and yeah. I know that if I don't record it now, by the time I get home, I've got a really busy afternoon lined up, I'm not going to get it recorded. So excuse the surroundings, but it gives me a chance to use my AeroPress, which I always pack when I'm travelling, and the new Hario Skirtle grinders that we've had in, so another plug for the Hario stuff. Listen, I'm going to dive straight into the comments because uh, I want to keep this one tight because we have a train in an hour. Um, the first comment was from Jason Coffey saying thanks for the show. So, hey Jason, love the show, so no problem at all. Uh, really cool. Uh, Warren said um, he loves Ethiopian Yergachev. He hasn't he hasn't tried ours because it's another one of our US friends. Um, but uh, really like the travel to shops things. Uh, where do I plan my trip for the UK for the great coffees? Now I know David Gray posted a, a map that's on Google, but we also have a map which I'm going to pop the link below, um, which is to all the coffee shops that we supply in the UK. Um, one up here in York. Funnily enough, that's the friends we were meeting up with. Uh, but all over the country, we've got a fake, decent spread um, of finding somewhere that's close to you. So go to that link below. Um, Dan, La Dan Latcher said, I agree life is too short for bad coffee. And I agree wholeheartedly with that statement or comment. Uh, Paul S said, had a weekend in Liverpool a few months ago and couldn't find a decent coffee for love nor money. Now, you would struggle in, in Liverpool for sure. Um, but now, you have somewhere to go. Uh, love the yoga chef, lovely espresso, bright and fruity. Excellent. Chris Rushbrook said, enjoying the coffee this week a lot. Uh, agree that lot, lots more comes through as it's cools. And this is something that's really important that has come through the yoga chef. That you go back to it as it cools and it just completely changes the cup profile. So if you haven't, go back and try it and drink it through those different temperature stages. Um, P.S. Love the audio boo, talking about milk and sugar in coffee. Um, yeah, this is one basically where we're saying that we shouldn't be like the police and say that you can't have milk and sugar in your coffee. Sure, I think you should always try it before putting milk and sugar in, but try it before and then if you prefer it with milk and sugar in, put that milk in there because you want to enjoy the cup as much as you can. Um, David Dunlop said, uh, great decor, two of the most comforting smells known to man, freshly brewed La Luzon and bacon sarnies. Sam has definitely got the right idea and it's great to see this growing trend of supporting passionate local producers uh, as well as the nation's favourite roaster. Uh, always a fan of the past yoga chefs, this one was zesty, refreshing, so I'll get my order in um, in a while, this, while the sun is still around. Uh, and the same quality was much better last week, yeah, and I'm just about to kill it this week with my old camera. But yeah, thanks for that Dave, it's really cool that you went in to see um, the guys there, I think that's awesome. Um, Alex Redgate, in three words, summaries here. Uh, in more words, uh, delicious coffee, loved it in cafetiere, uh, going to pop it through the AeroPress. Light extraction brings out the fruitiness, longer extraction brings out some chocolate. Um, uh, um, fruit and nut bar, cool. Uh, it's astounding on the tepid side. You see again this pattern of, as it cools, it just opens up. Espresso is very bright. Um, yeah, you see, I, I'm not a fan of bright espresso, and I think that's why I kind of lean towards the filter with it a lot more. Joe Griffin, great blog. I have a quick question. Is 
is that a sample roaster in the background and what is it? Oh right, you're talking about in the cupping lab. Um, that's a sample roaster, I think it's from Taiwan. Um, a friend of mine was buying one and asked if I wanted to buy one with them. Um, so I, yeah, it came. It's a very small uh, five, six ounce sample roaster. Um, no CE approval, so we did look at bringing them in, but there's no approval to, to sell them in the in Europe. Um, I'll pop the name of it below because I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, yeah, it's very very cool small sample roaster. Uh, Daniel Thomas said, I feel I should nail my colours to the mast. Espresso is a nice place to visit, but Kona is where I choose to live. Amen, brother. Uh, first pot I made wasn't special. Next time I turned the burner down, and yet I tasted it. it was really, really apricot. Works beautifully in the vat pot, it indeed does. But keep the temperature down. Um, you're very kind with your last comment, Daniel, thank you. Uh, Dan H said, the post office insured my email mug arrived late this week, so I'm only getting into this now. Um, despite intending to try Yorkshire for some time, I've simply not got round to it. I blame Steve for providing us with far too many other good coffees. It could be worse. <laughs> First thing, I love the smell, jasmine tea, um, and that's something that comes through a lot on the cup with it. I think we talked about it in the cupping notes uh, last week at Sam's, that there's a lot of jasmine coming through. Uh, lovely coffee, I've been noticing, I've been noticing the extra flavour. Uh, this and several other coffees seem to gain once they've cooled. Cool things carrying on. Uh, and Roland Glue, uh, final comment, agreed with the comments above uh, and the video. Good coffee, mostly been brewing in my Hario V60. Somebody has bought a V60, you can buy those at hasbeen.co.uk. Okay, I'll stop the advert. Um, get the peach, bit of milk chocolate, bit of marzipan. Marzipan's an interesting one because I hadn't thought about it till I read this comment from Roland and went, kind of went yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Uh, well done, Sam. Looks a great shop and we'll definitely nip in when I get to Liverpool. Fantastic. So, coffee we're going to talk about today is from Brazil, it's from uh, Chapada Diamantina, um, it's from the Piata region there, which is in the state of Bahia, in Brazil. Uh, one of the farms very close to uh, the farm that I visited when I went to Floresta last year, so kind of been in that area, uh, met the farmer. It was an unusual one, so we'll get into that once I go and get the coffee. Um, so I'm going to whap you on pause and I will be back in just a moment. Okay, so I'm back and I'm just going to set the AeroPress going, so I've washed the filter, I'm basically doing a, see I'm really, this isn't a, a, any kind of instructional video on how to use the AeroPress either because you must remember that I don't have all the things to hand that I would normally have at home, but just topping that up, I'm just going to go and get a spoon, see I'm really well prepared. Just give that a little bit of a clean and we're just going to let that brew for just 30 seconds or so. So, coffee we're going to talk about today is from Brazil, as I've said, it's called Fazenda Divino Espirito Santo. Yeah. <laughs> Divino Espirito Santo. Um, it's a farm, say, in Piata, uh, owned by a guy called Michael Fretes. Now Michael was one of the people that hosted me when I was there, uh, very young chap, uh, been actually kind of seen in the area as one of the uh, leading lights of production, he kind of does things in a special way, he's also been rewarded in competition at uh, BSCA competitions, let me just get this going here, 
um, which is the British special British the Brazil Specialty Coffee Association um, and they have a competition and Michael's done really well in those competitions um, winning a couple of years ago um, he's very keen on quality he wants to improve the quality of coffee in Bahia and so he works with other farmers uh, for instance the Terramata um, when we went to visit Terramata he came along with us and was talking um, to our Aladetto about kind of you know how he can improve things and how to do things better so but Michael's very confident he um, can brush some people up the wrong way because he knows everything and uh, he's got to tell you his opinion on everything too into a longer cup and then we can let it cool and then we'll talk about it. So the farm is around about 27 hectares uh, of which four is used for coffee production. Altitude is around about 13,000 feet uh, above sea level. Uh, it's a Katayi varietal um, which is, there's an awful lot of Katayi in Bahia and the good reason for it is it actually grows well there. It's, it's really good for that soil type, the altitude, because 1300 metres in Brazil is quite high, but in the grand scheme of coffee growing, it's fairly low. And um, yeah, it's just it's one of those kind of great varietals that seems to really take to the soils. Um, it's actually not far from the um, Pedra that we have as well from Brazil, they're kind of next door farms. So uh, yeah, when, when I cut this coffee, it was on a table of, I think there were 20, 24 coffees. Um, and basically I was, I was able to choose whichever ones I wanted from that table. And this was definitely one of the ones that jumped out for me. I think it's more suited towards espresso than, um, than the filter style. I think it's a good filter, don't get me wrong, but as an espresso, I think this is where this one really does come alive. Um, but we have an AeroPress and we're traveling, so that's the way we're gonna try it. So let's dive in. So, on the smell, on the aroma of the, the liquor, it's kind of very sweet. Um, you can smell it's going to have a fair bit of viscosity to it. Um, which sounds weird that you can smell viscosity, but it just smells thick. Um, it smells gloopy, so... That viscosity is definitely there. Um, it's almost like oily. You can feel it sticking to the tongue but then you get the chocolate and it's that big chocolate that you get from you know, from a quality Brazil is you get those really sweet milk chocolatey tastes in there and it's there but on the middle palate part there's like a it's like a walnut oil that you can it's that viscosity again not walnut because walnut's quite drying this is very very juicy and it it, it, it just sticks to the tongue but a really really delicious aeropress Now in espresso that will translate to a very thick and gloopy espresso shot um, and you'll be able to watch it, just watch the rat's tails as it comes down and you'll just see how th thick it just looks. Um, a delicious coffee, going to give you an opportunity if you're not a subscriber below to get some money off that in the store. It's a very reasonably priced coffee. It is one of our direct trade coffees and uh, something that we're very proud of and want to kind of continue to work on. Um, it is also a UK exclusive, so we are the only people uh, importing this coffee into the UK. I'd like you to try it. I'd like to see some comments on the coffee below, like we've seen this week on the Yergachev. I think it's brilliant when you're all talking about the coffee. And not my bad sound anything. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go because I've got to go and catch a train. Um, 
But thank you very much for joining me as always, and life is too short for bad coffee.